Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday and break bread with you. Amen. They're the assistant pastors at Light Up the World Christian Tabernacle International, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, and the senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman, with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of that program is Light Up, Light Up the World. No, they have they have services every Sunday morning and beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school. And their worship service starts at 10 a.m. That's Light Up the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. I'm going to go ahead and get into the word, amen? But before that, we're going to have hear a couple of songs.
Yes, the gifts are okay. 
But we must be reminded of the gift of God. That's what it's all about. That's the most important gift that we can receive. The gift of salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's no Christmas without him. The word Christmas starts with Christ. So actually it should be pronounced Christmas. Emphasis on Christ. Because there's no Christmas without him. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Going to send a couple of shout outs to my brother, my baby brother, Robert Bates Jr. and his lovely wife, Samantha, celebrating their 21st anniversary. 21st anniversary. And then also my cousin who I also call my pastor, Waldo Lilly Jr. Both of them are juniors. And actually, he and Dietrich were married on the same day that my brother Robert and his wife, Samantha, was married December 27th, December the 27th. We just want to bless them for celebrating their, their wedding anniversary. And also, Waldo's birthday is December the 31st. That's, that's next week. I give him another shout out for that. But just want to um, give them a shout out, celebrating their wedding anniversary in a few days. Amen. Love y'all. God bless you. And actually, I was blessed to be both of their best men. They were married on 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 in the same year, just the same day. But I was blessed. to be chosen, to be their best man. It was an honor. Glory to God. Two great men. Two great men. Godly men. Hallelujah. Love y'all. Bless you. Let's go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah. The ninth chapter. 
Isaiah 9th chapter. I'm going to read verses 6 and 7. Isaiah the ninth chapter, verses 6 and 7. I thank you all for for calling in at this time. We had some technical difficulties this morning. That's technology. But glory to God. This was the appointed time. Isaiah the ninth chapter. Reading verses 6 and 7. And it reads, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I want to read verse 6 again. It says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The title of the message today is Made in a Miracle. Made in a Miracle. I know we've heard or we've seen Tags that say made in America or made in China. But we're going to talk about made in a miracle. Let us pray. Father, thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us and keeping us in their care, God fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Thank you, Father, for those who are traveling, God, and those who have traveled to get to their destination safe and sound, God. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God, to see another glorious day that you have made. And thank you.
Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. To stand in the gap for us, Father. To live a sinless life. And to take the sins of the world to the cross. To be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us, God. Sending him on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan. Stripping him of his power, his rulership. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power in his hands. And thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Hallelujah. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our guide, our teacher, our comforter. And thank you for you, Father, Almighty God, our Father, the creator of heaven and earth. And now, fathers, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our lives, God, to make it personal. And to not just hear, God, but to do. To represent you, Father. To go out and share your message. And we thank you, Father, for this season. This season to be reminded of not only why we were created, but why Jesus was created. That we may have access to you. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Made in a miracle. Almost said made in a miracle. It's so cliche. Made in a miracle. Let's look at a miracle. What's a miracle? A miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine Intervention in human affairs. That's what a miracle is. An extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. An extremely outstanding or unusual event or thing or accomplishment. An extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. It's also a divinely natural phenomenon experienced humanly as the fulfillment of spiritual law. 
So we have an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. They call that a supernatural event. An extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. Extremely outstanding or unusual. Hmm. And then it's a divinely natural phenomenon. I think about this show I grew up watching. That's incredible. That's what I think about. That's incredible. A divinely natural phenomenon experienced humanly as the fulfillment of spiritual law. Isaiah 9 and 6 is is what we call a prophecy. It says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be. That's key. Says it shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will Performed it. So, so this this is talking about something in the future, not at that moment, not at that time. Even though it's been spoken, it's been prophesied that that this is not for now. It, it shall be, and it will. Be. But it, it, it even speaks in the present tense because it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. So we got we got the, the 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 future, we got the present, but then it also says that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world was formed. Listen to that. 
He was already slain before the foundation of the world was formed. So that was in the past before the foundations were formed. That's before anything was created. Jesus was already slain. He was already crucified. He was already sacrificed. That's when the decision was made. Now let's look at Isaiah 7 chapter. Isaiah 7 chapter. We're going to start at verse 10. Isaiah 7 chapter starting at verse 10. And it reads, Moreover, the Lord spake again unto Ahaz, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. Can you imagine that? God is, is, is asking this man. He said, ask me a sign. yourself in that position. If God told you to ask him a sign, something that you have been praying for, you have been waiting for, year after year after year, And then God tells you to ask him to sign. Ask him to give you a sign. Verse 12, it says, but Ahaz says, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. How is he tempting the Lord? The Lord is asking him. The Lord is testing him. Kind of remind me of when God told Solomon. Let's look at that. Second King. Second Kings, the seventh chapter. God approached 
Solomon. First Kings. First Kings seven. First Kings, the seventh chapter. Let me find it. God approached Solomon. And he 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 told Solomon to ask him. Ask him for what he wants. Imagine that. God approaching you and telling you to ask him what you want. I actually can't find it because this wasn't this wasn't something that I wrote down, but the Lord just 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 gave it to me. Because it says over in James that, that, that we have not because we ask not. Other things we don't have because we can ask God for them. Because it says that, that if we ask him, he will freely give. Freely give. Solomon had a chance to ask him for riches, for fame, for gold, for long life, for divine health. But the one thing he asked God for was wisdom. He asked him for wisdom. Because he knew that he had to govern the people. But because he asked for wisdom, Wisdom answers every question. Wisdom answers every question. So because he asked them for wisdom, actually it's in Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, the first chapter. Second Chronicle, the first chapter, starting at verse 7. And it reads, In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Listen to that. God already told him, Whatever you ask for, I'm going to give it to you. Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast shown great mercy unto David my father, 
and has made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David, my father, be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. This this huge responsibility of governing this multitude of people. Verse 10 says, give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before the people. For who can judge this thy people that is so great? And God said to Solomon, because this was in thine heart and thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has asked long life, but has asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. That's another thing. He said, God, these are your people. They're not mine. You just placed me in the position to govern them, to judge them. Then verse 12 says, wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. Remember, remember he asked him. He said, ask what I shall give thee. And he asked him for wisdom and knowledge. So he says in verse 12, wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. And I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Solomon is known to be the wisest and the richest man to ever live. The wisest and the richest. Because he asked God, for wisdom and knowledge. What are you asking God for? Because he said, whatever you ask, I said give thee. The same thing that he that he he said to to Ahaz in Isaiah. Let's go back. Isaiah the seventh chapter. Isaiah the seventh chapter. He said, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God in verse 11. Ask either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, 
Hear ye now, the house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will ye weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. This is the sign. A virgin shall conceive. Now, that's incredible in itself. A virgin conceiving. But, but, but not only that, he said what, what gender it will be. Said, and she will bear a son. Not only that, he gave him a name. And she'll call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Now, let's, let's look at St. Matthew. St. Matthew's talking about made in a miracle. St. Matthew's, the first chapter. St. Matthew's first chapter, starting at verse 18. It says, a virgin shall conceive. So this is another prophecy. Bear a son. And his name shall be called Emmanuel. St. Matthew's first chapter, verse 18, and it reads, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together. It says before they came together, which which means before they had sex. Which, which speaks about this prophecy. She was a virgin. It says, before they came together, she was found with child. A virgin shall conceive. She was, bound, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now, that, that's, that's the incredible part. That's the, that's the miraculous part. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Because during those times, there were certain laws. See, they, they, were, they were engaged. They were engaged to be married. But because Mary was pregnant, 
and 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 she and Joseph had never had sex. According to the law, he could have had her stoned to death. He could have made an open shore. But it says he was he was not willing to make her a public example. But was minded to put her away privately. And it says, but but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Said he was a just man. A a, a righteous man. A man who had a relationship with God. It says the Lord appeared unto him in, in a dream. The angel of the Lord. Appeared unto him in a dream. Saying, fear not to take unto, uh, take unto thee Mary, thy wife. Don't be afraid to marry her. Because that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now, I- I- imagine hearing that. And she shall bring forth a son. That's 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 the prophecy. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, what we just read, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. That's what Emmanuel means. God with us. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. But it's interesting. Even on the night that they were married, it says, and knew her not Till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. So listen to this. Even after they were married. 
They still didn't have sex. Until after. Jesus was born. Emmanuel. Meaning God with us. He had been born in the flesh. The word of God. The word of God. Let's go to St. John 1. St. John 1st chapter. Says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Over to God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And in verse 14 it reads, Actually, let's 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 go let's go to verse eleven. Verse 10, actually, verse 10 says, he was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Remember the angel approached Joseph and said, that which is conceived in Mary is of the Holy Spirit. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, said the word was made flesh. That's who Jesus is. The word of God being made flesh made in a miracle now let's go to St. Luke St. Luke first chapter St. Luke first chapter 
starting at verse St. Luke, the first chapter, starting at verse 26. St. Luke, first chapter, starting at verse 26. And it reads, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. That's the government shall be put on his shoulders. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? So Mary asked the angel, How in the world am I going to Conceive this child when I have not been with a man, when I have not had sex. She was a virgin. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall Therefore, also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. See, that had never happened before. That was a miracle. Jesus was made. In a miracle. The word made are actually acronyms. The, the M is for manifested. The A is for arrived. The D is for delivered. And the E is for enveloped. He was manifested in a miracle. Meaning that he was made evident. He was now being displayed. 
Now they could show him to the world. Then he he arrived in a miracle. He had reached his destination. This destination called Earth. He made an appearance. He had come into being. We read it where it says, and the word became flesh. He had come into being. He he had arrived in the mirror. And the D is for delivered. He, he, he was delivered in a miracle. Delivered means to assist or aid in the birth. Said he was conceived by the Holy Ghost. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. So he was he was he was assisted. She he was he was assisted and aided by Holy Spirit and God the Father. In his birth. And then he was enveloped. Hallelujah. In a miracle. Enveloped. Enveloped means. Listen to this. To wrap. To enclose or enfold completely with or as if with a covering. Say he was wrapped. In the womb. And then he was. Manifested. He had arrived. He was delivered. And he was enveloped. Said he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Hallelujah. That's in the natural. But in the supernatural, it says that we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father. So he was enveloped in the glory of God. 
he was made in a miracle. That's what makes it so special. This had never been done before and never has been done since. That's the reason for this season, to be reminded of the miracle of the birth of Jesus. How he was made in a miracle. How he was manifested. How he had arrived. He was manifested to to show as evidence this is Emmanuel, God with us. This is the one who has arrived. He's reached his destination to make an appearance, to come into being The word of God being made flesh. And he was delivered by the assistance and and by the aid of God the Father and Holy Spirit. And then he was enveloped. Hallelujah. With the glory of God. That's why they sing glory to God in the highest. Say the angels rejoice. Because even the angels were awestruck of this this miracle that had been made, that had been manifested, that that had arrived, that, that had been delivered, that had been enveloped. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a a son is given. See, he, he, he wasn't just a child, but he was the son of God. He was made. In a miracle. That's the reason. For this season. That's why. It's called. Christmas. That's the way it should be pronounced. Christmas. 
because it's all about Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah, made in a miracle. Love you. God bless you. Father, thank you, Lord, for reminding us of why we come together during this special occasion. Not about giving gifts, but about receiving the gift that you have given us. The gift of your son, Jesus. Help us, Father, to receive that gift. To make it personal, God. That we may have access to you. For you said in St. John, the third chapter, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And that Son is named Jesus Christ. Emmanuel. God with us. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Made in America. A miracle. Manifested. Arrived. Delivered. Enveloped. In a miracle. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed with ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.